No purple songs can fly? Welcome to our program, produced by the Children in Treatment at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. Our program is about great music made by some terrific young talents. Now, here are the hosts of Purple Songs Can Fly. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Purple Songs Can Fly program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Dominic Duvala. And I'm Emily Freeman. And today we're interviewing Ms. Carol Youngkin. So, welcome to the studio, Ms. Carrie Youngkin. Uh, I'm very happy to be here. It's nice to be on this side of the mic. <laughs> yes. I'm not used to this. For all the right. episodes, you are sitting in a chair, helping us flow along, but yeah. now you're getting interviewed. So. I am. Yeah. I'm how's a little be, afraid. How's it feel <laughs> to be in the other chair? <laughs> it feels good. It feels okay, good. So, to get the ball rolling, um, first of all, where, where were you born? I was born in a little town called Danville, Virginia. Virginia. Right on the border of North Carolina. Danville. Okay. Yes, it's right at the foot of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. It is a beautiful place to grow up. And yes. I lived in the same house all my life. Oh, wow. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a good place to start any interview, I think. Let's just talk about your childhood, mm-hmm. your family, early travels, early experiences. Well, um, I'm not from a very large family. I have an older brother and a younger sister. Okay. And as I said, we all lived in the same house all our lives until we up and went to college or mm-hmm. got married or whatever we did. Right. Um, and we didn't travel a lot. Um, we would go on vacations to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Oh, I love If we got really Myrtle ambitious, Beach. we'd go to, to Daytona Beach, Florida. Okay. But, you know, back in the day, it was all driving. We didn't fly anywhere. Right. We drove. Right. Very seldom with air conditioning. Mm-hmm. So you had to either get along or not on these long trips. And that's where, you know, don't make me stop this car, Kate. That's the way my family does it. Yeah. Right. We, we did a big car trip, so I know yeah. about that. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's the way we did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. So, interests. What did you like doing back then? Well, when I was a little girl, I liked music. That was that was the biggest part of my life was right. music, right. Um, and we had a piano in our house that my father, who turned ninety three last week, um, mm-hmm. who he grew up with that piano when all of his sisters played it, and then he brought it to our house and it was Aww. a little upright piano, right. and I learned to play on that piano, nice. and so music and singing um, and and piano was mostly what my interest revolved around. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, and the the town we lived in was so small. The elementary school I went to Mm -hmm. uh, went from first to eighth grade. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you went to high school from ninth to twelfth. So, you know, it was a very small school. You know, you had the same teacher all day long. Right. Not like today where everybody goes to all the different specialty (laughs) teachers. Right. (laughs) What kind of a student were you? Do you remember being the prankster or the perfect student? Oh, no, no. My brother and sisters were the perfect student. I was more the extracurricular student. Ah. Anything outside of school, uh, music, theater, any of that stuff is what I really liked. Um, I was very, very lucky when I was in elementary school. My fifth grade teacher had a pitch pipe 
and she we had an acapella group and we uh -huh. would meet before school and she taught us how to harmonize mm. and all she had was that little pitch pipe and we would she would teach us songs and we would learn how to harmonize which was great for me because I have a low voice mm. and I couldn't sing all those high notes that the sopranos sang right. and it started my interest in in music and in mm. singing music it's very good interest to have I mean I yeah, think music so. studio. It's yes. Oh, I so. know, and it's very uh, therapeutic. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and healing. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the other interest I had was in uh, acting. Mm. Oh. And so I did a lot of plays. Yes. yes. My first play was in the second grade. I played a crow, and I was very upset about that Aww. because I. <laughs> As any actor, I thought I could have I could have played the lead. I could have done that. Of course. Yeah, I could have done that better, but I didn't. And so I had to be a crow, yeah, and I crow. had one line, and I really wasn't happy about that. Um, <laughs> but I did it with a lot of emotion. So I'm sure. I I, I, I discovered <laughs> the acting bug at that moment. And that's what got you started. Yes. You, you did lots of things since then. Am I right? You did an Annie. You were in Little Shop of Horrors. I directed those. Directed yeah, those. but I've been in yeah I've been in a lot of plays. But um, yeah, from and then in high school I did a lot of a lot of theater and music. So that's how I uh, spent my time. Not so much with homework and studying. Mm, okay, but special things, music and acting. Yes. Those, those are the fun things. They are. Yes, they are yes, for me. Yeah. That's really really neat. Mm -hmm. Will you do us the honor of sharing that one line, one line as the crow? From way back when my pr my premiere line and it, yes. my my title was Risky Rascal Crow, and I was begrudgingly doing it, but I put a lot into the line, and the line was the little uh, rhyme, uh, children's rhyme, that was a dealer a dollar a ten o'clock scholar. Why do you come so soon? You should have come at ten o'clock, and now you come at noon. Exit stage right. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Tears to my eyes. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Such Aww. talent. Yes. So that child. <laughs> <laughs> so of all you've been a part of, what has been your favorite role? In acting? Yes. Um, it wasn't the crow, was it? No, no, it was not the crow. <laughs> okay. Um, I love Shakespeare mm, and I worked with the Los Angeles Shakespeare Company. Right. And I love I did Lady Macbeth, which was a okay. oh, yes. Yes. meaty role to yes. do, yes. Um, and I did Ophelia in Hamlet, mm -hmm. which I loved. Wow. I also did a play called The Hot El Baltimore uh -huh. here in Houston, mm -hmm. and uh, I got to play a real naughty girl, <laughs> and that was fun. I enjoyed that very much. Um, I got to play Nancy Twinkle in Little Mary Sunshine, which is a musical, and I love that. Okay. So, it, you know, it depends on the genre, and it depends yeah. on the... There's a lot of different types of plays. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. A variety. Yes. Now, what have been some of your influences or inspiration along this journey of yours? I've had many, many influences. Oh, I'm sure. I'm and, sure. you know, they come from the craziest places. Sometimes... <laughs> uh, it's a, of course, actors. I love to watch their different performances. Mm, yes. uh, I had a professor who was a great influence on me. His name was John Irvin, and he mm. just taught me so much about theater and about acting. Um, I also discovered when I was a teacher that my students taught me a lot. Mm. Um, I could learn a lot from them because I think uh, young people, from the smallest to high school and college, uh, are very uninhibited mm -hmm. 
and they don't mind taking risks and they don't mind putting it all out there and sometimes as you get older you forget how to do that because you're very cautious about things so sometimes it's my students and on a daily basis I'm influenced by by different people so that's cool Mm -hmm. that's very cool we're going to wrap up this segment with a song called dancing and singing by a girl named Taylor who wrote this song in memory and honor of her sister who passed away to dedicate this song to my sister Brooke. This song is called Dancing and Singing, and we used to dance and sing all the time. When I play with my friends, with my sister by my side, when I sing and dance, when we ride our bikes, when we play baby dolls, and we play pirates, when we save the princess, as Shaddy and Malix It's fun and cheerful It makes me happy When I play with my friends With my sister by my side It's fun and cheerful It makes me happy When I play with my friends With my sister by my side When I play with my friends With my sister by my side got a show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world. Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not, the latest in fashion trends, things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids channel. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of the mall and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. 
Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. are listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show. Okay, everyone, welcome back to the Purple Songs Can Fly program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Dominic Davala. And I'm Emily Freeman. And today we're going to continue our interview with Miss Carol Yunkin. So in the last segment, we talked about her childhood and background. So we're going to carry that into the next segment, talking about her adulthood, her education through school, high school, and um, travels as a young adult. So tell us, where did you go to college? We'll start there. I started at a a little school called Stratford College Mm -hmm. in Danville, Virginia. It was a girls' school, and I went there because I had taken piano lessons from the professors Mm -hmm. uh, in the music department there, and I continued my studies with them. And after that, I transferred, because I really was ready to get away from home, (laughs) um, to Radford University, which is uh, in the Blue Ridge Mountains, not far from Virginia Tech, if anyone knows where that is. Uh, And that's when I went into a double major uh, with music and theater. Mm. So I ended up getting a degree in music and a degree in theater. Um, I switched from piano to voice uh, at the suggestion of my professor because I had gotten about as good as I was going to get at the piano. (laughs) And I did a lot of classical music, but I was like, I'm not getting any better, and I'm really not enjoying this practice that much. So he said, why don't you go to voice, and we'll... We'll fit you in there. So like that's it, what I did, and it was it was a great it. fit for theater. Good. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So um, you said you grew up in Virginia, but now you're here. Tell us. How did that's you make a it story. How did oh, you make well, it here? well, that's you know, the story that we need to hear. My plan was to go to New York. That's mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. Like oh, like okay. all the young people that want to go live their dreams. The big apple. Right. Yeah. Yes. And then I met this guy, you know, and he was very cute and um. And his name was Al Yunkin, mm-hmm. and he was an architecture student. And, you know, one thing led to another, we fell in love. And so I, I blithely gave up my dream of going to New York, and we got married, mm-hmm. very happily married. And we just had our 38th wedding anniversary, well, so we've been married for a long time. Thank you. And um, we got married on a Saturday, and the following Thursday we moved to Puerto Rico. Wow. wow. I had never been out of Virginia, so this is a culture <laughs> shock That's for a me. big jump. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we lived in Puerto Rico for a year, and then we moved to Arizona. Okay. And we lived there for five years. Mm. Uh, that's where our two sons were born, uh, Ray and Travis. Mm. And uh, that's where I worked with the L.A. Shakespeare Company. And then from there, we got a job offer in Houston, Texas. Okay. And we came to Houston and just fell in love with Houston. Mm. Um, and we were here for two years, and then we got a transfer from the company to Hong Kong. So we lived in Hong Kong wow. for two years, which was fabulous, and then we came back to Houston, and we've been here ever since. Oh, wow. Okay, you said you didn't do traveling as a child, but yeah. it was made up for in your adult right. I That's learned a lot. Of getting a around. lot. Well, my, we husband Al, my husband Al was born here in the United States, but mm-hmm. his parents moved to Thailand when he was two years old. 
and he spent all of his life in Thailand until he came back to the States to go to college. So he was used to the travel, and I just wow. sort of floated along. Right. <laughs> so, and the kids are all grown now. Ray is a musician here in Houston, and Travis really? is a deputy director of the Upper Kirby District here in Houston. Wow. And I have two grandsons that are the light of my life, and life is good. Awesome. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. So now you're working with Purple Songs Can Fly. <laughs> so your job nowadays, you're working with Miss Anita on this program. Would you tell us something about what you're doing now? Yes. Well, with Miss Anita, I'm kind of producing. I'm, I'm kind of helping her because she's a very busy lady. And um, she needs to be writing music and, and concentrating on the music. So I help her get things organized. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a great thing for me because I think the Purple Songs program is so... Fabulous, and it's right. good for me to hear all the music. Otherwise, uh, when I'm not doing that, I do voiceover work mm -hmm. and some commercials, TV commercial work, and that kind of thing. Right. So, um, where do you see Purple Songs going? You know, the future? To the moon? No, it's been to the moon already. It's already been to outer space. <laughs> it's, it's already been there, you know. <laughs> I see, I would like it. I would like to see a Purple Songs musical myself. Ooh, I would love to write a musical. Nice. I, I love to, I'm a playwright too, so mm. I see that in the future. You I do think, it all. <laughs> I think that would be fun, don't you? Yes. All right, if you get that started, you're going to have to have me in there. I would love I'm to look, have you in there. <laughs> yeah. This is, is going to be good. As a lead, a musical. As a lead, okay. right, Dominic? <laughs> well, I've been, I've been thinking you. about this for a, a while. Anita and I have thought a about musical. it. And, yeah. Uh -huh. Wow. Yeah, don't you think it would be fun? It would be way fun. If you like Fantastic. musicals. Sure. I Absolutely. love musicals. Yeah. So yeah. what do you like doing now in your spare time when you're not working with Miss Anita? In my what do you like doing uh, hobbies nowadays? Hobbies. Well, I am a... Baseball fanatic. Really? I am a fanatic about baseball. I play fantasy baseball. I follow all the teams. Right. I love sports, and the World mm. Cup's on right now too. So I'm yeah, you know, the soccer club. Right um, then I, I love crossword puzzles. I retired from teaching. I taught teaching for twenty years. I taught mm. teaching. <laughs> I wish I could have taught. What I taught teaching. I taught theater, um, <laughs> and music. And I taught for 20 years, and I just retired a couple of years ago. Okay. So, very good. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. This next song is uh, called Big Love, and it was written by Taylor um, for her sister, um, whose name was Brooke. And um, the, her parents actually made, uh, founded an organization called Big Love. And um, it's just a beautiful song, and... Yeah. 
every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have we got a show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world? Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not, the latest in fashion trends, things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids channel.
It's Kids and Cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you missed the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's sing with the Indie Girls. Join Callie Young and Rinsley Phelps each week as they talk about the music industry with an emphasis on what it's like to sing as performers. We'll give out some great tips on how to make it big and be the next contestant on your favorite reality singing competition. We'll also talk to the artists who are already making it big on the up-and-coming circuit. Indie Girls can be heard live on the Voice America Kids channel every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Tune up your voice and join in the chorus. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Fifteen minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. 
To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Purple Songs Can Fly program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Dominic Dabala. And I'm Emily Freeman. And we're going to get back to our interview with Ms. Carol Yonkin. So, in the last segment, we talked about your um, early adult life and your profession and what you are now. So, let's do some more of that in this segment. Talk about your um, work with the theater and what's that all about? Well, um, you know, everyone who has studied acting or or singing and they want to be a star, they want to be Hollywood or New York, of course, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But in reality... Yeah, in reality, everybody doesn't make it that far because True. the competitiveness is yes. fierce. Right. It yes. takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of talent. Mm. And it takes a lot of luck and being in the right place at the right time. Right. And there are many, many people in this world who have amazing talent mm. that you'll never see right. on a movie right. or television. Um, you might see them in your community theaters. And a lot of people discount, I think, community theater because they're like, oh, well, that's that's just local. But don't ever underestimate the talent that's around you because these people, uh, although they're not in New York, are probably some of the most talented people you'll, you'll ever see. And, and I would say that to any, any kids out there that want to perform. Mm-hmm. Don't underestimate what you're doing or where you're doing it. Just when you have another opportunity to connect with a human spirit, which is what I love about acting, Mm -hmm. is when I'm on stage and I feel that I'm making a connection with a person in the audience Mm -hmm. and and I'm sharing a human spirit with them, for me, that's success. And if you can touch another person's heart, yeah, I think that's all you need. Mm -hmm. So so I've worked in a lot of theaters here in Houston and elsewhere, and I I, uh, enjoy it very, very, very much, but I'm certainly not going to get rich and I'm not in it for the money. Um, I've worked on a lot of film as far as commercials and training films. I've only done one feature film, which was a... What was that? Which was... (laughs) It was a movie called Murder Wishes. Mm, I think I saw that. Yes. Um, And it's... uh, You can't find it anywhere. You can find it on Netflix, but you can't order it. Mm -hmm. And I played the lead, and it was really fun to do. Um, but it was really a bad movie, and it's so bad it was good, you know? It was one of those, like, cult movie things. Right. Then I loved it. It was really fun, but, mm. you know, just kind of way out there. Right. But the difference in stage and, and, and film, you know, at stage you can be big and you're, you're you know, really you're connect, belting out a song. Really or, connect with the audience. Yes, and yes. your audience is right there next to you, and right. sometimes if you're lucky and you're doing a very dramatic scene or a comedy or whatever... And you feel the audience move when you're moving. Mm-hmm. Man, that, there's no feeling like that because you know they're right there with you. Right. And you can use your face expressions. You can use gestures and be as big as you want to. Right. And on film, that's deadly. Mm-hmm. I mean, film, You've got the you raise the an eyebrow. And <laughs> right, because when you're on the stage, you'll have the audience reacting and you know what they're thinking. They'll, yeah. they'll applaud or they'll be silent. And with the camera, the camera's mm-hmm. always silent. Yes. So you have to be very careful, I imagine. You do, and the camera's only this big, so a big movement will move you right out of the range of the camera. True. So a lot of actors that do stage don't do well on film, Mm -hmm. and vice versa, because it's just a different, you know... A whole different genre. It is. It's just, it's very, very, very different. Mm -hmm. In stage, you don't get a second chance. 
True. You can't go, oh, go back, let's do that again. Mm. It's done. The train has left the station. And right. That's where it's going. And in film, you can go back and... Can't just cut. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> right. redo things. Right. Mm-hmm. Is there anything about your life that you think you would have changed? Anything that you... About what I'm doing? Or done anything that happened. Oh, if I had it to do again? You had right. to do again. Oh, after I saw all the president's men, I would have been an investigative reporter. That's really? what I would have done. Really? I would have loved to. Have, oh, <laughs> just just to go. Yes, and why did you do that? And where were you? <laughs> if I had it to do again, that's what that. I would do. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah. Mm. Well, I think you uh, chose the perfect profession. <laughs> I've been very happy, and in my next life, I may be a baseball player. I'm not sure yet. Okay. A sports fan. All right. All so right. before we wrap up this segment. The rewards of being a teacher, an actor, a writer, a musician, these are all so many different things. Talk to us about how this has made an impact on you and what kind of a person you've become. I think it's the arts. I just have a passion for the arts. And if I could dance, I would love to dance, but I can't dance. (laughs) I am terrible. And I envy people who can just let their bodies go and express themselves because I've never been able to do that. Mm -hmm. Or visual arts. I love to go to museums. I love to see paintings, yes. and I wish I could do that mm-hmm. because it's such a private thing that you can do, and you don't have to, you know, do it right. in front of three hundred people like you do as an actor. Right. It's very private, yeah. and I just love all of the arts, yeah. and that's what I've enjoyed is sharing whatever I'm doing with students or with the public or with an audience. It's that's we all have things that we can do and things that we can't do. and We're always going to envy other people for something that they can't and do. And uh, celebrate what you can do. And yes. it may be your gift. of It may be a talent for singing or dancing or painting. And it may be a talent for listening mm. and for opening your heart to other people that they that gain so much from. So, you know, celebrate whatever it is. And it's that a big is world, gift. so we need all different types of right. talents. Exactly. And and listeners, you may feel like, well, I don't have a talent. But oh. we all have God given talents. Oh yeah. It it may take a little while to find it, but it's there. It's there. You know, when my kids were little, mm. I learned that because Ray once told my husband, he said, um, you went to school a long time, Daddy, to learn to be an architect. And Al said, yes, Mm -hmm. I did. And and Ray said, and you're good at being an architect. And he said, yes, I am. And he said, and Mommy went to school a long time to learn how to wash dishes. (laughs) (laughs) And she's good at that. (laughs) I have a good dishwasher. And I discovered there was time for me to get out again, you know, and do some some acting. I have a good dishwasher. So there you go. Whatever your talent is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't have to be music. It can be anything. It, it can be exactly. archery. If you like archery, compete in the Olympics when you grow up. Whatever you you're passionate about. Yes. Go Follow ahead. that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. And don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it. Never. But Ever. listen to their advice. Because advice comes from those around you. Yes. And it's important to find yourself with good people who will take you where you can go. And support it you. Is. It is. Yes. Yeah. Talent and support. So um, we'll continue this interview in the fourth segment. We're going to finish this segment with a song called New York City, imagine that, by Miss McKenna when she was 14 years old. So we'll get right back to you after this. See ya. Walking in New York City, got my shades and skinny jeans. Past the subway and the cabs, I'll see as much as I can. Oh, oh. Stars walking down the street, hidden by 
15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. are listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Purple Songs Can Fly program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Dominic Dabala. And I'm Emily Freeman. And today, we're going to get back to interviewing Ms. Carol Yunkin. Yes. So we were talking about her profession as a teacher, actor, writer, musician, basically everything. <laughs> Very talented woman. Yes. So we're going to, we're in the fourth segment now. So it's time to I'm bring it all together. Okay. So um just a few more questions. How did you and Miss Anita Cruz meet for the yes. first time? Because you're working together now. Right. Well, that's been quite a while ago. Over mm. over twenty years ago, really? I guess. Okay, you About go back. Twenty years. <laughs> yes. Um, I was teaching at Poe Elementary School here in Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. I was teaching music and theater. Anita came to Poe as a guest artist with Writers in the Schools kind of program Mm -hmm. uh, where they were working with fifth graders mostly. 
and Anita was helping them to write uh, poetry uh, with another person, and then they were going to put it to music, and then they were going to write a musical mm -hmm. from the things that the children wrote. And I was uh, in my little temporary building out in the back, mm -hmm. minding my own business, and Anita... Um, had this wonderful music that she had put together, um, but needed a little help staging it, how to exactly get it up on its feet. Right. And, you know, theater is traffic control, getting off stage and getting on stage and not running into each other in the process. And so that's where we met each other and we hit it off as far as working with the kids and, and working with each other. And then we kept in touch um, throughout the years and my older son, Ray, works with Anita as a musician as well. Really? So, mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, and when he said, I'm working with Anita Cruz, it just kind of bum-fuzzled me. I went, oh, no, I know Anita. The way same Anita Cruz? Yes. Right. <laughs> so, right. yeah, and so it's just wonderful that I have this opportunity to work with her again. Mm, just kind of clicked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Meant to be. Wow. Uh, do you have any advice to aspiring artists? Maybe something that you wish you had known, now you do. Can you pass that on to the next person? And just some advice that... Um, I Words would, of wisdom. Yeah, I, I don't know how wise I am, but I would, <laughs> as far as artists, I would say uh, take risks. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to take a risk. Mm -hmm. um, I know in an audition situation, for me, in, in, in my experience, um, the people that you're auditioning for pretty much know what they want before you walk in the door. True. And in the first 20 seconds, they know whether they're going to use you or not. And it may not have anything to do with the amount of talent you have. Mm -hmm. It may be your look is right. not the look they're going for. Right. Um, and so you can't take anything personally from an audition. You have to be persistent. You have to have a thick skin. And you have to know that you're good, and if they don't get to work with you, it's their loss and not yours. And that's what you have to tell yourself, and then you go back, and you keep trying. Until yes. one day, you get that job. And if you know a chorus line, the musical, mm -hmm. everybody yes. wants the job, yes. and one day they're going to get it. And it might not be this time. <laughs> and it might not even be the job they originally thought they were going to get. Exactly. Right. And that's how fate has a way of giving you gifts. Right. And that's right. why when you miss yeah. one thing... It might be better if you look around for other things. Yeah. Um, pursuing different Another things. Another door will open. Exactly. Don't lose the faith. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. They're all thinking, oh, God, I hope I get it. <laughs> yes. I hope I get it. That's the whole song. I hope I get it. Mm -hmm. um, and so you really have to be persistent. You yes. have to have confidence in yourself and know yes. that you're doing what you love. And don't don't take anything personal. That's the best advice I could give anyone. Mm -hmm. That's good advice, I think. That's great advice. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So you've had an interesting past, but I imagine you've still got plans for the future. What do you have in store? You know what? I never know what I have in store because I didn't <laughs> know I would be working with Purple Songs Can Fly. Okay. <laughs> and so I never know. I, I, I like to take each day as it comes. I like to look for opportunities. The older I get, the more um, select I am mm -hmm. about really how do I want to spend my time. Right. So, and I have two grandsons that I adore. Mm -hmm. And then I like to spend time with them, too. So we will see what the future holds. I don't know. There might be a musical for Purple Songs, maybe, in the future. Yeah. <laughs> I want to cruise to Norway. Oh, there you go. There you go. Cruise to Norway. Why not? <laughs> I can do that. There you okay. go. There you go. 
Um, actually, we forgot to mention that, Carol, you won uh, an award recently. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, um, it's been several years ago, but mm-hmm. I'm very, very proud that I won uh, Teacher of the Year awesome. for Pershing Middle School, and then I went on to win the Southwest District Teacher of the Year for Houston ISD. And it meant a lot to me because it was with my theater students, um, right. and it it was just a very rewarding place to work, and it was a good time. So That's, I was having a good time then. That's great. Congratulations. Thank you. And and even even more interesting award that I was unaware of. Uh-huh. Um, is an award that is still presented in Hong Kong mm-hmm. at Discovery Bay International School, oh, wow. where oh. I taught theater just for the little elementary kids. And we had so much fun because it was a mixture of, of uh, nationalities, a lot of right. uh, Asian, a right. lot of right. European kids, yeah. a lot of American kids. Mm-hmm. And so we, um, we had a lot of fun. And several years after we moved back to the United States, a friend of mine said, oh by, oh, by the way, there's an award in your name, and it's the Carol Yunkin Drama Award. Oh. And she said it was given every year to the, uh, the most outstanding drama student mm-hmm. in the elementary school, wow. which made me really proud because I didn't know anything about it. So, yeah, it, it well, was a cool the, thing. You have the right to be proud about that. <laughs> so it's been fun. Well, thanks, everybody. So we're going to end this segment, the last segment of this episode, with a song by Miss Gracie that she wrote when she was six years old. It's called, I Am a Work of Art. So thank you all for listening. Thank I, you. I'm Dominic Dabala. And I'm Emily Freeman. And in this episode, we interviewed Miss Kira Yunkin. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye. Bye. My teeth are missing. My smell is funny. My head's too big. And my hair's too short.
Thanks for listening to Purple Songs Can Fly. We'll see you again next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. And remember, for more information about the Purple Songs Can Fly project, visit www.purplesongscanfly.org. We'll be back with more music next week. Marie from Bookworm and now from the Kidstar Album of the Month. Here's Mr. Saxophone Dave Farmer with the Gila. In the Mexican desert, there lives an orange and black lizard called the Gila Monster. Hey! I am not a monster! That is my feelings. No offense, that's just what they call you. That's just me. I am not so bad. My apologies. Now, the Gila Monster's skin is blotchy and bumpy. Full hey! What's your problem? This interview is over if you can't be more nicer. Sorry, let's see. Uh, how's this? His skin is an abstract pattern of stripes and spots. Hey, I like that. Abstract. That's cool. And man, does he love to dance. Make some room, Gringo. I don't go so fast, but I make every move count. Look out. that is. Wait, you're okay with that, right? Yeah, I embrace it now. It's it's who I am, you know? Hey, you hungry? Uh, I can eat. <laughs> my brother has a great little place on turkey. Sounds great. Here, we'll take my car. Let me uh, get the door for you. Okay. Hey, watch my tail. Oh, sorry, sorry. It'll grow back, but I like the one I got. Oh, go ahead. I got you. I got you. Gracias.
Ballad Day Farmer, Mr. Saxophone from the Kidstar Album of the Month. Check it out on our website, kidstar.org. <laughs> 